0: movie made since Oscar Wilde was writing letters. us head cannon to watch them all and tell you how to make them better So put your earbuds in and forget what you're planning it's time to take our heads and shoot them out of a cannon Shoot 'em shoot them out of a cannon Shoot 'em shoot them out of a cannon shoot them out of a cannon shoot them out of a cannon Shoot 'em shoot them out of a cannon Shoot 'em shoot them out of a cannon shoot them out of a cannon Head cannon. can head cannon welcome to head cannon Tonight we have a very special guest, Mr. Mookie Harris. How are you doing this evening? I'm great. How are you? Good. Good. Good to see you, man. Fantastic. Good to see you, too. I've missed you. Yeah, I've missed you as well. Yeah. fortunately it hasn't been that long since we talked to you. I think this episode will probably come out sometime in January. Uh, okay. So we we, uh, we had an episode with you in, what, November? Uh, just came out. It just dropped. Yes, in our current yeah. time period, in, in the past of the current present for people listening to this. Um, (laughs) which was such a, such a fun episode on the conjuring. It was just, man, that episode was a blast. So
1: yeah, it really was.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so what do you up to? You had a, uh, well, first there's a lot of stuff going on today, you know, so people a couple months from now may remember the, the Rittenhouse trial, that motherfucker was found innocent today. So that's a travesty. Uh, Also notable today, uh, the president got a camera shoved up his ass so for oh, the, that's right. yeah. for, the <laughs> yeah. for the first it time in U.S. Means, yes that for the first time in U.S. history, President a, Harris for this long yes a, a woman held presidential power in the U.S. for the first time today so that's not yes. bad you know you know I was that's saying awesome. today I I made a joke on Twitter earlier I was like man like, like what a what a great thing because the, the one time I had a camera shoved up my ass I just now like have a weird relationship with our local ice cream truck driver and i got like a crumpled five dollar bill that was it you know so we didn't get a woman president It you know? was a backup camera yeah right right <laughs> and it happened to that fucking music and the, the music plays backwards as it...
1: <laughs> and it just says relax yeah. yeah that was the first time
0: yes yeah <laughs> no, so the second
1: time i was impressed you took a whole nikon that that's
0: pretty- I mean practice practice it- makes perfect you know practice makes perfect so <laughs> but so what do you went up to you had a, uh, a comedy sports show tonight you were saying it's what the first time you've performed live in a while or
1: yeah yeah so um, comedy sports uh, you know we, we do shows uh, that the general public comes to mm. but then also we get hired there's a cat I don't even (laughs) know, I don't know (laughs) that cat, no, Uh, but we, we sometimes get hired to go and play other places, sometimes
2: it's super lame, Mm -hmm. Uh, but, you know, we, we give
1: entertainment and and whatever, Uh, the worst is when somebody's been put in charge of planning entertainment for a conference or a, uh, uh, some sort of event, and they surprise everyone else. Yeah, in the middle of their dinner, here's improv, and nobody wants that. That's not setting us up for success at all. Tonight, it was um, apparently Fisher's, Indiana, is the worldwide headquarters of the Wesleyan Church, okay. and uh, they were having a big um, dinner and and. Uh, tribute for um, like a pastor's been really important to them for a long time and uh, and they were a great audience because they're basically us
0: right like they're
1: used <laughs> to getting up in front of a crowd and more or less improvising I' mean sure mm-hmm. they've written out a script but um, but they rely on that audience participation and right. everything like that so they were so generous as an
0: audience. Nice. That's all. Awesome. One. I, yeah. Yeah. And especially helps when they have that experience and they're used to like the other the experience as an audience member, like sitting there, paying attention, being engaged. So, yeah. Nice. But like
1: you said, I haven't played. Um, I've done some improv, but I haven't done a uh, comedy sports match since pre-COVID, mm-hmm. and um, and even then, like i had been taking a break before COVID. So probably like. Four months before that, yeah, and uh, and so I was like, I went into tonight trying not to get too in my head about, oh my God, how rusty am I going to be? Am I going <laughs> to let my teammates down and all that?
2: Uh, it went great. It was good.
0: Nice, nice. That's yeah. still, got it. it's still got it. Still got it. Yeah, still got yeah, it. No, that's yeah, because I a great I,
2: crowd I, to, I to have done that too as well. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly.
0: when uh, well, and I, I think I was saying earlier, it's it's been. I guess I did a TED conference in Bloomington in February, but before that, it's been a, right about two years since I was on stage doing any kind of like improv or comedy or anything like that, uh, which yeah. which is wild to think about, you know. But
1: yeah, but exactly because like we were saying, like that's that's how we met, and and I feel like like in my head since I met you guys that way. That's where we all live, right? Right. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and for us not to be there, it's like, huh, what?
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When I think and yeah, so we all met at Comedy Sports Indianapolis, and I think one of the best remote shows I had at Comedy Sports when I was at, at Comedy Sports in Indy, I believe it was a church as well, and it was this huge church somewhere. It was out so I don't even remember where it was. It was like a, we had to drive for a bit to get to it, but um, okay. But there, one of my favorite things happened where I was on, I was in a scene, and they had a sign language interpreter at the side of the stage. I might have told the story on the podcast before, but I know I haven't heard it. You haven't heard it, so I know sign. I, I feel like Strange was there for sure. I don't remember who else was there, but for some reason, I remember Strange being there. But I I know sign language because my dad's deaf, right? And so right. I just brought the interpreter into the scene. I was like, wait a minute who's that in my house who like who's in the, and they're just like trying to sign and go on with their job. And I'm like, sir, what are you, what are you doing in my house? And they're just like signing this to the audience. And I was like, oh, I think they're deaf. I don't think they can hear me. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> And like fully integrated them in the scene while they're just like standing there doing their job. You know, <laughs> that's beautiful. It was a lot of fun. So wait, did, did the sign language interpreter, did that person sign back to you like as a character or sorts or No, they didn't join in the scene, but I started signing at them and so like even though they weren't actively participating, I still kind of like wrapped them into the scene. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, <laughs> it was, was like wild. You, yeah. In, in your in the world of the scene, there was an interpreter in your
2: house signing to people you couldn't see.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah. It's
2: like okay, if they were to participate and actually speak in the scene with with sign would they then have to turn back to the audience?
0: <laughs> doing doing like themselves? double duty. All, <laughs> yeah,
1: <understand>? right?
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely.
1: <laughs> I mean, honestly, it would be the equivalent of like, while we're sitting here talking, if I looked up and saw a guy staring out the window talking
0: to himself. <laughs> like, right. What the fuck? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> Where'd that right. guy come from? <laughs> nice. Yeah.
2: A sign language interpreter without like something to interpret it would be insane, right? <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, like an improviser without Jeez, anyone in
2: repeating what I say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, speaking of, like, you know, getting out and kind of trying to move past COVID, even though COVID isn't doing its part to move past us. Um, yeah, right. I went, I saw my first live comedy show last weekend that, well, hey, my first cool. since COVID. So I, I went down... With a buddy, Brent. Did you ever? I don't know if you. He, he might have been like after you moved away. Do you know Nile Arena? Did you ever do stuff? Yeah, with him? we talked about this guy. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, you told me he moved up toward you. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So he moved to Chicago, and and he was going out to see a show. So he invited me last weekend. So it's yeah, it's the first live show I've been to since the pandemic. We went. We saw a two man group called Sand, who they've been doing stuff for over a decade uh, around Chicago. But it, it was at the Annoyance Theater uh, up here, so it was it was nice, man. It was it was nice to get out and and see some live comedy, and it was because I, I did I took classes and did stuff at Second City and I O, but I I think the one time I went to the Annoyance, there was an audition for some random show, and uh, I needed to use the bathroom. Did I, have I told you guys this, Brent? Does this sound – No, no. So I, I went to the Annoyance Theater and I was super early, and I needed to go to the bathroom. So I was like walking I was like kind of looking for the bathroom and this this guy walked past me and I was like, Hey, do you know where the bathroom is? And he was like, Oh yeah, follow me. So I'm like walking with this guy and he's like leading me down this hallway. And I keep looking over at him and I'm like, man, this guy looks familiar. And I realized that I knew him from the the cover of per, my favorite book about improv that I've read is called Improvise by Mick Napier, who also yeah, yeah. who also runs the Annoyance Theater. So I like I, it clicks in my head, and I was like, "Are you, are you Mick Napier?" And he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, good to meet you, yeah." Uh, Anyway, here's the bathroom. So I was like, "Okay, cool, go. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good to meet you too. Anyway, yeah. here's the john. Here's, here's you where, where you take poo, a piss. You can pee in this one, you can poo in this one, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> this one's for ones. This one's for twos. <laughs> Uh, and this I one's for how do you do?
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> so I have, I
1: have a, a crazy story. Uh, when I lived in Chicago, uh, this was back
2: uh
1: 2000, 2001. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry, 99, 2000. And um, uh, I went to see a, a Second City show. And so you're like, the old Second City Theater. It's that small, long box mm-hmm. with a bar over at the end, and uh, and it's only like eight rows deep, right? <laughs> <laughs> really long rows. And uh, the place was pretty full. Down on the front row, there's this um, kind of chubby guy with curly hair that is sitting all by himself, and as the performers walk by getting ready for the show. He's just like talking to him and, and like it, it looks like he's that nerdy guy who um, is just like, Oh, Hey, Hey, I hope you do really well. And I hope you do real. Well. <laughs> and like, you know, he's taking classes and they're all like, yeah, thanks Chaz. Right. Um, but, and then he like, laughed harder than anybody throughout the whole show <laughs> and and I remember, I remember me and my buddies just being like this guy like, <laughs> like he, what a goofball into it, which is great yeah but but it just felt like he was really overdoing it to like i don't know not interject himself in there but just like it's one thing to be supportive but like it felt over that Mm -hmm. and then cut to about a year later i see the guy in a movie okay and i realize that that guy wasn't this nerdy little student he was a former performer who had Already made it out of Second City and was coming back and being supportive to people who were still in the trenches. Mm-hmm. It was fucking Jonah Hill.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> man. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> right be- before you had any idea who he was, like correct. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I
1: go to see forty-year-old Virgin. I'm like,
0: <laughs> like wait a goddamn minute, <laughs> dude. That that kind of reminds me of a.
1: Uh, no wait. Was it Forty Year Old Virgin? No, Seth
0: uh, was in that, but I don't. Eh, whatever was it, it was. Super, Around that time, super, that he was super bad, or, yeah. or what was the one with? Um... It was knocked up. Oh, he did a ton, he's done a ton of movies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was one of those.
0: Yeah, but no, that reminds me of a a workshop I took with, at one of the comedy sports tournaments with uh, the guy who started comedy sports, uh, Dick Chudnow. Now, yes, yes, and he. Uh, He was talking about how he went to LA for a while. I forget what exactly the focus of the workshop was, but it ended up just being like Dick Chudnow story time and like the creation of second city. Right. Which was great. It was a great workshop. I remember it probably better than any other workshop I took. Um, For real. But he was, he was saying how he was in LA working with this group of writers and they were like writing screenplays, trying to break in the industry and, it just wasn't going well. Like he he was like, you know, grinding and grinding and grinding and just not breaking through. Um, so he decided to move back to the Midwest. He was like, okay, I need a break. I need to step away from this for a minute. So he, the group of people he was working with, uh, bought him out that whatever the amount of money was, he was like, look, just whatever I've contributed to these scripts, just pay me. I'm sure it wasn't much. He was like, just buy me out. And I'll it's all, it's yours. I'm just stepping away. um, so then, according to the story he was telling in this workshop, he was just driving around, uh, you know, his wherever he was, and uh, and and drives past a billboard that had an advertisement for the movie Airplane, right? And he was like, "Mother fucker, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is my fucking movie that is now being made without me," and uh, yes. Yeah. yes. Yeah. And so obviously a lot had changed since since he last worked on the script, but he was like he was like there were a couple scenes in particular where I'm like, you know, he was like I wrote that scene and I got paid like whatever 20 bucks for it or whatever. Like it was nothing, you know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, he he I'm sure he still gets some, well, I don't know. I don't know how much they bought him out like how much of what he did, but like he contributed to Kentucky Fried Movie. Mhm. Um and I think because Police Squad was a TV show back in the early 80s, and then Naked Gun came out of that, like those movies, mm-hmm. even though I don't think he was still writing with those guys, I think because he was in on the original concept, he gets uh, like a writer's credit for.
0: Oh, nice. Or like, Naked yeah, Gun. story by character, yeah,
1: something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Nice. That's awesome that's
0: hilarious though just like <laughs> yeah one that and then another thing I, this is just an interesting uh because i don't know if the second city i don't know if the building they're in now is the same one you were at um i think they might have yeah. moved but it's when, yeah when i was taking classes and stuff there it's this like huge i there's like three or four stories and you walk in and there's this like mezzanine in this like huge centralized area and then you can go upstairs and there's like classrooms here there's a stage here there's a stage there there's stages up on the top like all over the place it's like a freestanding building uh yeah 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 um but when i started taking classes there when i first started doing stuff at second city it was the year after there had been a fire that that totally ruined like most of the building right so oh, the Chicago fire. I remember yes. that. I, I read yeah. about it. A cow a cow ran in. It wanted to take improv classes, but they were like, yeah. No, you're a fucking cow. And it was like, I'll fucking show you who's a fucking cow. And uh, it throws like a Molotov cocktail. Yeah, yeah, the Molotov cocktail. Right through the window, just throws a Molotov yeah. cowtail in. And it was a cowtail. Yeah, a cowtail. Yeah, cow I uh, want to see this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so they were like the whole time I was there they were like rebuilding stuff and like areas were kind of like off limits and, and, but I remember vividly one of my first rounds of classes there, they were opening a new bar. Uh, so the main bar in second city is called 1959, right? Which I think is, is the year they, they started. So I was coming out of class one day and, and my, uh, uh, you know, a couple other classmates. We were like, "Well, let's hang out a little bit, get a drink or whatever." So we walk by, and and 1959 is open for the first time because they've been like building it and doing construction. We were like, "Oh shit, let's check out this new bar." So we walk in there, and I remember it was Saint Patty's Day, and we walk in, and they're like, "Hey, uh, we're doing kind of a dry run tonight just to like make sure all of our our systems and everything are up to up to, up to snuff. Our our processes are." Are polished and everything. So they're like, everything is free tonight. There's, there's no charge for anything. And I was like, Oh boy. All right. So, and for on St. Patrick's day on St. But yeah. So fortunately in Chicago. in Chicago, yeah. So fortunately I lived a bit closer at the time I was taking the train back and forth. Uh, so that was a uh, driving. Yes, correct. Correct. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was a great night.
1: But um I can imagine.
0: But so anyway, to to the to the matter at hand, Mookie, do you want to talk about the uh the movie we're 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 talking about this evening?
1: Yeah, the exorcism of Emily Rose.
0: The Exorcism oh, of Emily Rose, yes.
1: Based on a true story.
0: Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which
1: by the way, did either of you guys do any research into that true story?
0: I, I did, yeah. I, I okay, and I listened to I listened to some of the tapes from oh, yeah. from the uh which we'll talk about yeah from from okay, that, cool, that cool. yeah but so yeah so this movie from 2005 we were we we're supposed to actually this is a movie that Jeremy London gave us to do but when we when we were interviewing him we didn't quite get to talking about the movie so I was like you know what we'll just make this a Jeremy London interview we'll scrap this this plan for talking about the movie. And then when I was editing the episode that that we did with you and Kelsey with the conjuring, I, we had, we had gotten on the topic of the, the exorcism, exorcism of Emily Rose. Cause Kelsey was like, that's my favorite movie. I fucking love that movie. So <laughs>
1: yes, because, uh, first and foremost, Kelsey Van Voorst loves a possession horror
2: movie. Mm, yeah.
1: Secondly, if there's anything she loves, it's a possession horror movie. Legal Legal drama. Yeah, (laughs) yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Which is so strange, like so unique to this movie. Uh, Right. Yeah, yeah. The Wikipedia
1: page. um, Hang on, hang on. (laughs) Pull it up because it's crazy that they. Um. Oh come on.
0: Well, no, you're fine. And while while you pull that up, I think it's worth noting that. Uh, you know, this is directed by so it's 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 a, it's a good movie for so many reasons and such a unique movie, but it's also directed by Scott Derrickson, who's yes. done a number of things, including the Doctor Strange movie, you know. Right. <laughs> so yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he's like done so much between I don't know.
2: Uh, how much he had done before this? Hey, wait a second! Whoa, right. oh, you guys have the same
0: phone case. Looks like Yay. it.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, if you want to upgrade, I'll get you the info. But this thing—what
0: is that? Oh. oh, see, Mookie's Mookie's got a little strap on the back of his phone. He can slide yeah. his hand in and hold it like a uh, I don't know, like he a.
1: Can put it on his head. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I can
1: like. I bought this because I was officiating a wedding for the first time <laughs> and I, I had a, a teleprompter app,
2: mm-hmm. but I
1: still wanted oh. to use my hands and not look like I was just reading my phone. Right. And so I got this silicone strap that um, like, it's not like elastic that'll eventually give out and, mm-hmm. and lose its elasticity. And I like, get It's really good and holds it right to my hand. Uh, Also, at night when I'm reading my phone in bed, like this, I don't drop it on my face.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've done that a time or two. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's terrible. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, the Wikipedia page for uh, the Exorcism, Exorcism of Emily Rose says The Exorcism of Emily Rose is a 2005 American Supernatural Horror Legal Drama. <laughs> <laughs> as
0: if that's a genre. Right, yeah. You know, in the vein of, of all these classic horror movie legal dramas. Right. Such as... It's as though like the, uh, it, if like another version of the Ghostbusters would be like, after they capture the ghost, they right. have to put it on trial. Right. Yes! Yes! yes. Oh, yeah, Philip yeah. Philip actually, Man you know... Br- a giant Br- handcuffs. That's... that's not a bad example because in that movie, they do have a little bit of like the guy from the EPA comes in and there is a little bit of that, like, like government bureaucracy where you're like, wait a minute, am I watching like a fun ghostbusters romp? Or are we about to get into some like, you know, (laughs) weird bureaucracy here? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. I'd love to see like, um,
1: uh, I I think one of the things they're going to introduce in, well, they've already introduced it, but I think it will be a little bigger. In uh, Marvel Comics, within the comics, mm-hmm. there was this uh, like humor comic, comic offshoot called Damage Control. Okay. And they were like this uh, uh, legal slash uh, maintenance team <laughs> They were basically there to take care of all the damage caused by superhero supervillain fights and they'd they'd sort out the legality and all that and they got introduced in uh the last spider-man movie with the michael keaton vulture yeah um like they were the crew that came in and and took away all his stuff and yeah uh it's like they're out there it'll be cool to see if they make it more
0: into the uh, into the movies. Yeah. No. That's uh, now that you mention it, I feel like uh, they were trying to do a TV show called Damage Control. Maybe like five or six years ago. I think they might have even filmed a pilot. Uh, oh, cool. But but they it didn't move forward. They there were okay. there were a couple shows like that, and uh, there was one with uh, Squirrel Girl, where like the yeah. woman where the woman from the AT and T commercials got. Uh, she was Squirrel Girl, and they did a pilot really? and everything. The New Warriors, I, I think it was. Um, but it didn't get picked up. They just did the pilot. So,
1: okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, yeah,
1: that must've been back when like, uh, man, they were putting out some crap. <laughs> like the inhumans. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was terrible. And, and then they're like, not that it's horrible, but like they had, uh, the runaways.
0: Yeah. And cloak like, and Dagger. Yes, which I really um, enjoyed the Runaways, but but yeah, yeah, was... yeah.
1: The, the The Runaways was it was okay. Like yeah. it's basically run, uh, uh, teenage runaway homeless mutants.
0: Right. Well, and, uh, and and I think that that was all happening at a time where like, uh, Marvel Television, like it was all kind of being brought under Kevin Feige and Marvel Studios, and he was like, there was a, a you know kind of a a dispute between him and what's the guy's name? I. I promuter or whatever the guy at Marvel yeah 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 and, yeah and they and it was at the same time and like another show um cuz i don't know if you watched agents of shield or if you kept up with that but there was Adrian Palicki who is a great actress she played uh, she played uh Mockingbird in the in, in agents of shield and okay. they tried to spin her off into her own show and it was another one that it was around that same time where things were kind of shifting and there were a lot of projects that started for Marvel television that I feel like got dropped or lost or didn't get picked up because, because the, uh, you know, the atmosphere was just kind of shifting around everything. So, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird to look back at that, like just a couple of years ago and now it's like they've tightened
0: that ship up so much. Yeah. 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 All wrapped into Disney plus, <laughs> but, um, yeah. But so so anyway so for the exorcism exorcism of Emily Rose. Not even talk
1: about, about this one.
0: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like how I think there's a point where in the very beginning where Tom Wilkinson walks up to like the family farm or whatever, and there's this there's I a shot. I you mean
1: mob boss Carmine Falcone.
0: <laughs> Carmine Falcone stepping out of Gotham into yes, this into yes. this farmhouse, uh, <laughs> where <laughs> there's a shot where like the camera's behind him. It's like him in the frame and then like the, the farmhouse further back. And it's, it's got, I feel like it has to be reminiscent of the exorcist, right? Where the, you right. Have the priest in the spotlight, uh, the streetlight is just yeah, this, that's yeah, composed very, very similarly. I feel like
1: I've been on those steps and I, I'm mad at myself
0: that I didn't catch that visual reference. Really? Wait, the steps of the farmhouse. No, no,
1: no. The, the, uh, the, steps oh, of the exorcist.
0: In the exorcist. He's standing next to them,
1: and it's the same steps he falls down later. The,
0: yeah, everybody f- keeps falling down those steps. <laughs> right,
1: right. Hey, they're very they're shallow steps.
0: It's yeah. what he's do. <laughs> well, and if we actually, we our episode on The Exorcist with yeah. Ju- Julia Williams, who I don't know if you listen to that, but it's, she's a friend of mine I met uh, at Comedy Sports, actually. Oh, okay. She's from D.C., she lives there now, and so she has some really fun stories about those steps and the area around it, just from, because she, like, lives around there, and, and it's, like, okay, just, like, an integrated part of her life, so there's, like, she has a lot of interesting stuff to say about uh, that area, right? Like curmudgeonly, like wanting to
2: like shoo the kids away from the <laughs> steps after like going into like the bathroom of a gas station nearby, yeah, I mean, like, the dirtiest bathroom she'd ever been in, and she has a great rant about it. It's, yeah, it's funny. yeah. I, I ended up there's a uh, an old like um, multi
1: floor like old car garage
2: mm-hmm. back
1: when people didn't have garages on their house. So, like you had a garage space in a big building. Okay. Um, okay, and they've turned it into like a an event venue called the Car Barn, and it's right next door to those steps. So when you're on the balcony having your cocktail, and you look down, you're like, "That's where
2: George C. Scott died." <laughs> nice. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the, the waitress pointed that out to you as well. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, Right before she pushed me. Right. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. But
2: yeah, yeah, I love the beginning. I, lo- I-, I love like some of the earlier scenes where... I, I like the setup in that you know someone's... Di- Emily has died, right? Mm-hmm. Spoiler, right. right? We we only assume that our audience has watched the movie or they'd rather us spoil it for them. Yeah. Correct. Yeah, and yeah. So And so like something terrible has happened, but then like you get to see... You get to see everything later on, you know, and it's it's a good it's a great payoff. Yeah. Right, right. I like the use of flashback. I I um like
1: I I felt like it was used exactly where it needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um and like some movies would have given us all the flashback right at the beginning and then start up the modern action. Yeah. But yeah dropping it in where it was needed was perfect yeah it was yeah, do done. that again with like the phone call to
2: the the music teacher i think yeah mm-hmm. yeah you, you hear the phone call and then they then they flash back to like what what really what, what happened like right before that right yeah which is well, a, a insane like uh, the devil enters emily rose which yeah. i think is like it enters like through her butt because that's like that's the only like way she contorts herself so well. What's the actress's name? <laughs> Jennifer Carpenter. Um, Jennifer
0: Carpenter. Yeah, Miss Carpenter. Yeah, Carpenter, and yeah. Oh, her.
2: Like they were like planning, yeah. on, like either doing some CGI or like some weird, weird like robotic work. But like she was so good at miming yeah. and, and contorting herself. <clears that> they <throat> Like, okay. Like last summer we, we stayed at a at a, at a, at a, at a Airbnb that had a pool and I was using the skimmer on the pool and I fell backwards,
0: and I landed on a step right between my butt crack. Oh God! And I made this exact same like,
2: like miming that that Emily Rose did. Like that's <laughs> the only way. That's why I think that like that's how she was, um, that that's how it got into her body.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> that's when that's you probably... get that step, is the step, devil going you.
0: Yeah, you get the devil in you, boy. Yeah, I feel
2: like the devil went in me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, what a, what a oh man, that's what—that's what I feel like the—I uh, feel like the ice cream truck driver put the devil in me. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, that. she—and that's yeah—and what a what a great performance from her. With, yeah. I feel like yeah. it's a great performance from her as an actress, especially since. She has so little to work with. I mean, regardless of how great the script is and everything, all that she does is like screams, panics and contorts her body into these weird shapes. And it's, I, I she's been in a number of things, but I know her from, uh, the TV show Dexter, which is one of my, which I really enjoy that show. I, I watched it when it was, when it was coming out and she plays the sister she's like the main character on that show besides, uh, Dexter, the main character um, I was a
1: casual viewer of that show and
0: never put together. That was her. Yeah. 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 That's her. That's Jim, Jennifer Carpenter. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, she just does such a great job here, especially since I feel like there can't have been much in that script for her to work with, you know? Right. right. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. it's oh, a great point. But so, but so then you've got, you know, her, you've got Tom Wilkinson, you've got Laura Linney, who's always great. You know, I love her in, in Ozark. Uh, primal fear is like one of my favorite. I love primal Damn. fear. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I love that movie so much. Yeah. One that's, and I remember watching that movie when it came out and I was like, I was yep. like, who's this Edward Norton guy? I feel like, I feel like this guy has some potential. Like this is a guy to keep your eye on, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. And, and don't get me wrong because, um, I think he's done some, some fine work
0: but i also feel like he peaked in his first movie. Yeah, i mean yeah, There's, there's an argument for that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't think i've ever seen him do anything. Maybe it's because
0: i already know his work. Uh-huh. But my jaw dropped. Yeah. When i was sitting there watching Primal Fear the first time. Yeah. Yeah, could not recommend that movie en- uh, enough. It's and i should watch it again. It's been a long time since i've seen, it's been a very long time since i've seen that movie, but but
1: yeah, it, i could honestly, watch it again.
0: Yeah. yeah but but I I love the the Laura Linney character like her character so fun because she's like uh to, you know just very like clinical analytical uh lawyer very straightforward but then I, I like when she takes this case and represents Tom Wilkinson who's right. who's being tried for negligent death of Emily Rose and they have, then, they have their own bar by the way I like all the lawyers the have their lawyers own, it's called the sidebar Oh, nice! Nice. Are are good. That's all. It's yeah, I, I forgot about that. Hell That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> but yeah. So, but so then she starts having weird stuff happening, and she starts waking yep. up at three a.m. every morning. I like how there's this like recurring, you know, thing of like three a.m. is the witching hour, and everything happens at yep. three a.m. You know.
2: Baby, it's 3 yeah because it's like it's, it's like the inverse kind of like um it's it's half of six 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 in a way so like three 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 would be like would be like the heaven's number okay <laughs> right i think that's i think that is the logic there In that that's when the devil would come to like defy god kind of thing. <laughs> oh okay nice. yeah. like basically just like
1: Big middle finger! I'm here during your time, during your number. Yeah,
0: you I'm, gonna, a number I, guy, I'm gonna. i going I'm here. Yeah, I'm gonna sit in the audience like Jonah Hill and be like,
2: "Ha ha
0: ha! That's hilarious." <laughs> I hope you have a good performance, Devil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I but, but I really like. You find out that the devil is really just being super supportive. <laughs> yeah yeah he's real he's really
1: for him a little bit <laughs> like yeah he's being sincere the whole time yeah.
0: you're like all right
1: good job devil <laughs> i really like what he has to say the devil. Yeah, the de-
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i which, shouldn't judge him so harshly no no
0: which side note satanists in real life i also feel like that's a, a real thing because anytime i hear anything about satanists in the news like they're trying to put up a, a statue of satan or whatever to challenge a statue across the street that has the 10 commandments i'm always like right on satanists like good good on you you know yeah yeah exactly (laughs) it always seems like they're doing the good thing but um but but so like so we get into emily rose's so and what i really love about it is like Everything you experience with her is... I'm always like, is there a supernatural cause? Or is this... Does she just have sleep paralysis? Or for for a while, I was suspicious of her boyfriend. Like, is he assaulting her? Or... And, and I feel like that's intentional. And I read that the... So Scott, Scott Derrickson co-wrote this with... Uh, where's the other guy? I want to get the other guy's name. Um, oh, fuck. Uh, Paul Harris Boardman, who... So I guess... Scott Derrickson okay. Scott Derrickson is more of a uh supernatural believer, uh like um, you know, god damn it, what's the word I'm looking for? Um whatever it is. So he's more of a believer. And the other guy that wrote this with him, Paul Harris Boardman, is more of a skeptic, not a believer in the supernatural. So they really so he's the Laura Exactly, the Tom Wilkinson. Exactly. yeah. So as they were writing the script, they really tried, I, I feel like, to walk this line between not really answering whether there was actually supernatural stuff or whether there were actually uh, natural explanations for things. And I feel, and that's one of my favorite things about this movie, you know.
2: Yeah. I, was just I like looking- that yeah. it's finally a story about a Catholic
0: priest in a different kind of trouble right (laughs) yeah yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh funny you mentioned that because like there was a moment that uh actually a couple of moments that this movie reminded me of one of my favorite movies that is uh also about a catholic priest stigmata
0: okay nice do you
1: have you seen it? Do you know
0: it? it's I saw it when it came out. I don't really recall it at all, I'll say so.
1: okay, yeah, it, it's um, Gabriel Byrne mm-hmm. is a priest, but he's part of this uh, this group, and it's been too long. I, I can't remember the name of it. It's a, a real thing that um, the Vatican has these priests who investigate miracles. And it's basically their job to disprove them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they can't, it's a valid miracle. Right. Uh, but but they're there to go in and try with all their might to disprove that it's a miracle um, just so that they're not like naming everything a miracle.
2: Like, <laughs> oh,
1: it's Jesus' face and a piece of toast. Right, it's a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> and and what's cool, like I have no idea to what extent it's Really like this, but the way that the movie presents it, it's almost like the Vatican X Files.
0: Oh, nice!
1: And it's so well done, and and Gabriel Byrne does such a a good job, and it's well directed, and and yeah, it's it's one of my favorites.
0: That's all yeah, you know, I think I that movie. I'm trying to look it up right now, actually, because there's that that movie bleeds into another movie that I feel like he did around the same time. Let me see if I can find it. Okay. Um, but was he in a movie with No, that was Al Pacino. Was he in one with Schwarzenegger where he kind of played Satan? Or Oh, End of Days. That's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. End of Days. So and now that I'm looking at it, it's actually the same year. Stigmata and End of Days came out at like the same time. So th- there's a lot of bleed over in my mind of those two movies where he's playing this priest in this one movie and then the devil in this other movie like (laughs) so good yeah which that and he was in um hereditary right he was the dad yes uh the in in hereditary which man that that movies that movies uh, yeah wild what a great actor though that guy is
2: yeah i think it's probably my favorite one so far that we've watched hereditary yeah
0: yeah, I'd say uh, like as far as like being an actual horror movie that's like actually because I you know I love all all the movies we've covered I love for different reasons but as far as like actually being unsettling and really like making you uncomfortable that's that's up that's up there yeah
1: yeah 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 exactly because like Exorcism of Emily Rose as um, as good as it is. It deals with stuff that I largely don't believe in, mm-hmm. and so um, it's not like I'm going to be awake at night going, "What if that really happens?" or anything like that. Right. Um, it to me, it's it's really no different than like watching a werewolf movie or a vampire movie. Like, uh, yeah, to me, the well, it's it's just like like, um, I used to be a huge Stephen King fan, mm-hmm. and it's not that I like. I just kind of burned out and stopped reading them after a while. But like I read a whole bunch from like middle school on up and the stuff that's scariest is the real people. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um. God, I can't think of her name now, but the, the, the woman in misery that Kathy Bates played. Uh,
0: yeah. Any, any books. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah
1: she's so much more terrifying than like a monster
0: yeah yeah made up
1: monster or something like that well
0: well and i feel like and, and i think king knows that and that's why like in a lot of his works like it has this um i feel like uh you know the shining has a lot of this and um what just a lot of his books have like there there will be a monster or a creature or a supernatural entity acting on, but, but ultimately the, the, the scariest scenes are where there's just like a regular dude who's been corrupted, who's like opened himself up or herself as maybe the case in certain sort, like the mist, the mist is a great example, uh, yes. but, but, but a, just a regular person who, who's opened themselves up to the influence of evil. And they're the ones who actually end up carrying out some of the most uh you know egregious atrocities that take take place in his book so yeah
1: yeah yeah exactly
0: for sure yeah um but so then i'm just kind of looking through uh you know kind of what happens in this movie there's a lot i like at one point emily like she's going downhill she's eating bugs scratching the wall pulling her hair out uh bucking her legs like a fucking bull um yeah Yeah, but but there was one point where they bring in the the doctor, the attending doctor who like after she died, he went into hiding and they didn't tell anybody there was a doctor there. Right. And then halfway through the Kyle or or halfway through the trial, Dr. Cartwright comes forward. Sorry. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of words there. But so halfway through the trial, Dr. Cartwright comes forward and he's like, I was there. Tom Wilkinson's character is a good man. He shouldn't be on trial for this. Blah, 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 blah. I'm willing to testify. And for some reason early on, I was like, Oh, that guy's dead. That's a, is not going to go well for that guy. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. And then he ends up, well, he gets hit by a car or something. I was like, I was like, Oh, I saw that coming. (laughs) Like
1: also, I I bet I know who was driving that car Uh, because even though it happens in movies a lot, like, uh, like the, one of the lawyers will be just like, dramatically, your honor, I'd like to call to the witness stand a surprise witness.
0: Right. Judges hate that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that never really happens. Like, <laughs> that
1: judge would
2: be like,
0: I'm going to get you. Fuck you. <laughs> the
2: judge was driving that car. Yeah. <laughs> does that does that ever happen? In, in like an actual trial, can you bring in a surprise witness? But, yeah, I mean, like you could, but like
1: it's, it's, it's blindsiding the judge. Uh, and they, <laughs> they like to look like they know what's going on like, completely. Yeah. Uh, but, but like the doctor is brought in. I, I can't remember the reason it was like, uh, Cause he,
0: I think he was the attending physician. Uh, and, and I think the, what he was going to testify to was that there was no, like, malpractice on Tom Wilkinson's part. But there
1: was, like, some reason written in why he was a surprise or, or a late entry or something like that.
0: Well, I, yeah, if I'm, it's been a while since we've seen this movie, but I think he didn't want to be tied to it. I think he didn't want to tarnish his reputation at first. Right! And then, But then when he saw that things were going bad for Tom Wilkinson, he couldn't let a good man take the fall for something he didn't, he didn't deserve. So that's why he was willing to come. Exactly. Forward. Yeah. And he ends up being the sacrifice. Yeah. Did you yeah. guys like, like the scene?
2: Like, there's not a whole lot, like, like when like the devil is like attacking people, they're either, Oh, I'm not, I'm not talking about like the possession scenes, but like when, like the lawyer or the priest is getting like met by an entity, like yeah. that's interesting because like you don't really see much at all uh-huh. but like but like the lawyer lady I forget
0: her name sorry but but Laura like, she, yeah Laura Linney she gets
1: attacked like at 3 a 3am kind
0: 3 of 3am yeah, all but, the like, time we're falling. it's <laughs> 3am yes, I must
1: be she says
2: babe, when it tries to attack the priest, like in his jail cell, dude, he gets like the holiness up on this shit. Like he this like, yes. insane Latin shit. Yeah. Like, yes. like in, these, in these words, like that he's speaking. and like immediately the devil's like, Oh man, like fuck this. Like, <laughs> you didn't come here for this fight. I didn't
0: know. Right.
2: Like, it, like scared the devil. Like,
0: you know? <laughs> well, you know, yeah, if, if anybody, like, if anybody could... rolled up and pulled out a
1: switchblade,
0: and this guy's like, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. The, yeah, the like, devil like, doesn't want to fuck with people. Carmine Falcone. Like he's not, he's like, he's like, you think cause your mommy and your daddy kicked you out of heaven. You got something to prove. Like you so don't let know. You
2: just put these <laughs> th- th- this string of words together in a certain way that will really upset you yeah. and make you leave yeah Ryan, You obviously had you control hell and you decided to come to me. I'm just gonna say these words and you're just gonna like leave, so. scurry on
0: back No, <laughs> uh, oh, man so God. well I was I also want to talk about just how possessed she is because at one point like, you know, if there's one demon she's in her she's very possessed. She's so yeah. possessed. She's the most possessed, and she says saturated oh, with possession. So, so many spirits in her. Yeah, she. one it, it, it's like you know, it's like a fucking you know, all these demons just like running a train, but because she, at, at, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at one point she a
1: soul train, so, <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> all aboard. <laughs> That's it. That's what a soul train is. Uh, That's right. But it, you know, she's like, she's like, I am Cain. I am Nero. I am Judas. I am Legion. I am Belial. I am. Lu-. She like gives all these names. Um, and it's like, goddamn. The kind of cheesy part where she
2: was just like, trick or treat. Like, what was that like? <laughs> like the like, in it? Says, I'm sorry. Like, I, I promise. I saw this scene this morning. <laughs> At some point, she goes. Trick or treat! All I have her tricks, and,
0: or something like that. Oh, I don't remember that. It's been a, it's been a while since we watched it, but like the, like the devil invented that. Yeah, like, I love, like children, <laughs> children in a schoolyard invented trick or treat. Right. Yeah. Right. I bet you see, it was he probably like the, the devil was like, "See, I got up late today. I was I was hustling to get like to take possession. It was a, it was a late morning. I just I wasn't at the top of my game, you know." Right. Like... Does it play in any way? Because I uh, like
1: I haven't watched this. Super recently, sure. but I remember that the the priest chooses to do the exorcism on Halloween. Okay. Because, be like something like uh, the the veil between us and them is thinnest at that moment, or something like that, like. Um. Uh, I remember in the in the courtroom, somebody asked, like, why did you choose to do a possession on Halloween? Like, basically being like, like they were kind of Im- implying that, like, that's hokey as hell.
0: Right, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. He's like, yeah. no,
1: you don't understand. There's a reason, because Sam Hain, blah, 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 blah.
0: Right. That, and then, was this the movie where... Uh, I, I don't want to confuse it with another movie, but I remember like he's trying to do the exorcism, and then Jennifer Carpenter just jumps out the window. Is not that a thing? She like dives, and then does she run yeah. to the barn or doesn't yes. she? Yes, runs
2: to the barn.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she runs into the barn, and uh, you know, and and I think that so so it, as I was researching the the actual you know the story this is based on this actually there was a woman named annalise michelle or michelle or however you pronounce it so yeah. this took, this took place in germany so this right. this is based on a german girl uh this happened in what it was like 68 she started having seizures and shit and then you know in this movie i think there was like one exorcism or maybe a couple but she actually had regular exorcisms one to two a week from nineteen seventy five and nineteen seventy six. So she was having like exorcisms twice a week for over a year. They they were yeah. like like
1: like she's getting exercised more than most of the Jane done. Yeah. Right, what was yours? I oh, fucked you up, I'm sorry. Yes. No, it's good, yes. it's good. I, I
0: totally, I ran over you. What yeah. did you say? More than, more what than, than J- J- he said more than more Jane than, Fonda. What did you
1: say? I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I said, I, 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 I said more than most
0: women get their nails done. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. I'm
1: sorry, man. That- <laughs> but weekly
0: weekly exorcism yeah so she she underwent yeah. 67 exorcism rights um and you can go you can go online and hear the tapes from that and maybe I'll cut some into the podcast now yeah that
1: sounds
2: cool That's so, dass an die meisten Leute rankommt. Verwirrt. Noch mehr. Oh, das Maul. Noch mehr. Wie soll er am Maul halten. Noch mehr oh, die Schwester müsste ihn hier ja nach
0: Yeah. but so i was i was listening to them and it's in german but dude it sounds like it's as creepy as anything i've ever heard in a horror movie cuz they're speaking in german and they're like blah blah yeah. you know uh but the one thing i did notice is when she says that she's possessed by Kane and then something they cut from the movie but in real life she also said she was possessed by hitler <laughs> she said hitler was in there as well um <laughs> But from what I saw in the tapes, I almost feel like the priests mentioned it first. Like they were like, "Are you possessed by Cain?" And she was like, "Oh yeah, 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 totally possessed by Cain." And they were like, "Are you possessed by Hitler?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, 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 totally possessed by Hitler." I was like, "Well, you're, you're kind of leading the witness there." You know what I mean? Like,
1: right, 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 right,
0: right. So, um, but yeah, it's still crazy as fuck. Um, uh,
1: you you just reminded me of something because, uh we we've got to remember this is a legal drama too
0: right um i'm no lawyer (laughs) but like far from it (laughs) but uh
1: i was impressed how this movie handles courtroom scenes like when um uh god i i can't think of his name um he was in singles Scott Campbell. Okay. Um, when, when like he's presenting his argument, he's just like calm, blase, like a lawyer would be like, right. Um, what I'm going to show you over the course of this trial is this happened, this happened and this happened. Like it's not dramatic at that point. They, they're not going to start things like, of the jury <laughs> right
0: yeah yeah that's like not...
1: basically just like laying
0: out the agenda right uh what i'm gonna do here
1: is i'm gonna show and prove to you that this couldn't happened. and I, I thought it was really well handled that and um and there was another thing that was like oh oh the the total lack of uh crowd hubbub uh-huh like it every movie that involves a court trial there's like commotion yeah. and the judge has to be like order
0: order, <laughs> order in the court
1: <laughs> yeah and like you know that doesn't happen most of the time right
0: yeah yeah
1: and when the verdict is read like i feel like the silence is so much better than if there had been like a bunch of Foley murmuring and, and
0: all that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, And when, like, I don't even, I'm trying to think, like, I don't even know when that's like, maybe the OJ Simpson trial, like maybe, maybe Ted Bundy. But I mean, you unless you like go, you know, kill people in every state of the U S yeah. There's just not that kind of, of, uh, you know, public uproar over it, especially not in the courtroom. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And,
1: and so I felt like the, um, like there were parts that I didn't feel like, like, like I was saying, like, uh, like springing a surprise witness, or uh, oh, when <laughs> when she called uh, Carmine Falcone uh, to the witness stand three times, okay, and it's like, and each time, like, calling him up there three times, that'd be weird in and of itself, right? But but like each time she'd bring up new stuff. And it's like, no, you have to do that back here. Right. And then you can refer back to it. Right. But, but like, you've got to introduce all that stuff here. And and like way down the road here, the third time she's like, let me ask you about a new thing.
0: Right. And you're like, look, I know it fits the dramatic beats of the movie, but yes, (laughs) yes.
1: Or, and and then I'll leave the legal stuff alone. Um, when when she's first talking about demonic possession like one the the judge would be like can i see you for a minute right but but um like she goes on for a long time and finally the uh the the other attorney is like objection <laughs> it's like well why were you waiting?
0: Right. Finally.
1: And, and, and he goes, on what grounds? And he goes, oh, silliness? Right.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, I'm right there with you. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> nice. Well, then, yeah. So there's, I mean, and it's really, there's. I mean, there's a lot to the movie, but it really is just this like courtroom drama playing out, and then they flash back to these scenes with Jennifer Carpenter. So these, I probably have less notes on the on the actual like going through the movie. Fewer notes on this movie than I do most movies because it's fairly straightforward. It's it's somewhat truncated as far as like what's actually happening in the movie. Um, But I think it's worth noting that that the uh, at the end. The jury, I think, finds him guilty, but but they recommend time served. So he's guilty, yeah, sure. yeah. but he's free to go. Um, yeah. And then, which I think is how it played out in the real story in Germany. Oh. I could have my facts wrong. I, I, I can't find my notes here. But I feel like, uh, for one thing, I feel like her parents were also um, tried for this, for negligence. Um, but but i think in germany at least at that time something i read said they have there's kind of a statute that's like it's kind of like time served but it's almost like it's it, it goes further than time served because it's like if the defendant the jury can find that they've suffered enough like which is a pretty open-ended but so they can be like they're guilty but they've suffered enough so we're not we're not going to do anything so i think that's how the the real trial ended up uh you know back in germany um, okay, but um, but but yeah. So, was there anything? uh We're kind of hitting time here. Was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about this movie before we move into to head and wrapping this up?
2: Uh, I liked well, when um Laura Linney um I liked when she visited the Rose House. Mm-hmm. Like everything. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, she goes, she, yeah, she visits the mom, and there's all like the cats. Right. And it, it's very much like Mookie's apartment. There's just like all these cats everywhere. <laughs> and, and, um, and, you know, yeah, you, you find out like Emily is like, you know, she's like adopted all these. You get to know a little bit more about her. But, like, the Rose house is so gray. Like, everything mm-hmm. is gray about it. And, like, look, the view outside looks, it looks like set people put up a large black and white, like, like photo. <laughs> like you know like, like, to, show, like the, to show like the backdrop of that stuff yeah, like, yeah. did a really good job of, of like colors um you know to like because like even even like when she's like getting the um scholarship to the college like it's all very like um it's all very i don't know, just like very uh dampened and like sad almost yeah like dust bowl almost like dust bowl yeah. era in
0: america <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it does have a really yeah. bleak, a bleak feel to it, for sure. A
2: bleak, great word, yeah. yeah. Bleak. And, and as far as colors are concerned, even like um, like I think like IMDb maybe it's saying like anytime like something creepy is about to happen, there's like this like weird purple glow.
0: Okay. Right.
2: And that happens like in the church as well, And which I would like to say that like probably the scariest jump scare I've like ever seen is in this movie. It's when. She looks at the people and like like black like oh. black like paint almost yeah. like blood like dr- like 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 drips down their faces. It's very like, yeah. scary. When she's
0: she's like running past people even, and she just like sees them as these like demonic. That I'd yeah. forgotten about that. That is that that is a very uh, affecting part of the movie. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: it was Where, good. And you can and you, you can really you like maybe realize like I I saw that, but I didn't. It didn't register that much until you said it. I'm like yes.
1: And I just went and looked up uh, the cinematographer for this movie Ooh. Um, is uh, a guy named Tom Stern, who since 2002, he's worked on all Clint Eastwood films. Okay. So Mystic River,
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Million
1: Dollar Baby, um, Flags of Our Fathers, uh, all that stuff, uh, Gran Torino. Like, like we've seen his work a lot. But then he also did, like, The Hunger Games. And... Okay. Um, there was something else that I saw. Sully. Um,
0: That's funny, cause oh, that, you know, because because like, a, a lot of stuff that feels like that. It does, yeah. It has that same kind of like bleak feel a lot of the time. Yeah. All, all those movies, like Clint yeah. Eastwood's movies, The Hunger Games, like yeah, they do. There's a lot of yeah. just like this ambient bleakness. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Sure. Cool. I like that word. That's well a secret word. Uh, well, yes. do, you, do you guys, you have a cannon you want to jump into, or you want me to go first? I don't know. Brent, do you want to go before Mookie? I don't know if you guys are going to steal each other's headcanon again, or... Yeah, like, the,
2: last time, the last time we had Mookie on, we had, <laughs> him and I had the exact same headcanon. Well, <laughs> oh, man, I wish I could, I wish it was, there was like a way in our like in our podcast thing to post like my notes because it was like what he yeah. said like, in, yeah like, like if you notes. both wrote it out and then we could reveal
0: <laughs>
2: and here's what I told Mookie here's what I told the, I told that story to Colby because we had him on and I was like fucking Mookie probably thought of that like in like two minutes <laughs> and like I like spent like a. I was like beautiful mind like drawing like lines to shit like, like this would be good this is a good idea <laughs> I promise I won't do
1: that tonight. Oh. No, I, I fucking prepared. There's like no goddamn way here. exactly. Okay, well, in fact, uh, I need you to go
2: first before we... Corey should go first. Okay. And then you, no, my my
1: head is a one-liner.
2: Oh, so nice. by all means,
0: please proceed. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll go. I'll, I'll just jump in. Uh. So my it, mine's fairly simple. I just want in this world. Uh, where they're having, you know, legal drama about this demon possessing. I really just want to see a legal drama about, like, I want to see Freddy Krueger take the stand. You know, I want to see them, like, I want to see a legal drama with the Chucky doll, where they put the doll up there, and the prosecutor's and the like trying. The maker of the doll. What? What's that? Yeah, the maker of the. And the make, yeah. Yeah. Like... Exactly. So I just want to see. Uh, I just want to think about every horror movie I've seen. Uh, like what the legal drama fallout of that would be, you know? Yes. <laughs> like, oh my
1: God. That's great. Yeah. yeah.
0: So more more than a headcanon, it's almost just like a thought exercise as I go, as I watch yes. horror movies going forward, you know, and that, that, that
2: is exactly what I love about horror movies is that you start to think about the rules of everything.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and like, like for instance, I like watch the movie old, the M Night Shyamalan movie recently yeah. it wasn't like a particularly like, amazing movie but like i had such a good time watching it thinking about like oh what if time was sped up where like every 20 minutes is like 7 years of your life you know like okay so like what what else would happen you know like what other situations could happen? Like yeah. movie, it was great. Like and, and that was that. That's what made that movie awesome to me. If the world of, the of this movie of were real, problems. what else? Right. Yeah. yeah. What else? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Nice. All right. All right. Man,
2: that's that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> you me. What, what do you want? Go for it. it. Okay. So my thing is that, like, yeah, we don't hear a lot from the demons. Like, okay. We don't hear enough from them. So like, there's this whole thing where like, we're like the priest is like, "Tell me your name, tell me your name." <laughs> like he wants to know like who's inside Emily Rose, you know. Mm-hmm. And she, of course, famously is one, two, three, four, five, six, you know. Yeah. But I thought it was like it'd be interesting if like, something like Emily like turned to like the priest, and and then she starts, she just goes like, "Well." Here's a little story I got to tell about how us six brothers escaped from hell. We climbed inside the butt of Emily. We possessed that ass at the stroke of three. Yeah. <laughs> 3 a.m. 3 a.m. 3 a.m.
0: Oh. Nice. <laughs> which Brent that's got to be where one two three four five six pence none the richer camp comes from yes nice <laughs> <So what? Yeah. laughs> oh my god that's great <laughs> nice well done. yes bravo bravo that is that is nothing like what's on my notes <laughs> but it is and you're just like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> Hang on a second. you're like no. rewriting it quickly
1: exactly <laughs> um no, my, my headcanon is uh, because of the top Laura Linney's character in the, the, the opening statements, mm-hmm. she lays out that, like, uh, this looks like this, but it's a case of demon possession. Right. And ladies and gentlemen of the jury, uh, you don't need to believe in demons or anything like that, because I'm going to prove to you blah, blah, blah. Like she she lays that out and then she goes, but that's not even important because that's a that's a a bit of window dressing on a legal matter that I will prove to you. Yeah. So in my head canon, um, she wins this court battle uh, because in her closing statement, She goes through everything that she actually said, but then she bookends it. she comes back and she says, I told you that you didn't need to believe in demons, but I would remind you that demons do exist. And I think that you'll find that in our... U.S. legal system. Under our rules of jurisdiction, you can't find this priest guilty mm-hmm. because possession is nine tenths of the law. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit!
0: I I did not see it. I feel like I should have seen it coming, but I didn't. It blindsided me. I got fucking Sandra Bullock. <laughs>
1: Uh
0: so dumb, <laughs> oh God, damn it! that's awesome <laughs> by the way that's the also the name of my new horror legal drama possession is nine tenths of possession. the law gow oh, man i fuck I feel like how is that not a thing how how is there not something called possession is nine tenths of the law,
2: yeah. Paranormal legal drama.
0: Yeah. It's got, it's got it, it gots to happen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: Yeah. I'm going to Google it. If nobody else has got that, we're working on it. Yeah, for, oh, sure. for sure. I love it.
0: <laughs> Next week, we're releasing an episode we've been sitting on for a little while. Uh, it's one of the first episodes we ever recorded, but we're talking about 1987's the monster squad. So familiarize yourself with that. And as always, you can catch us on social media on Facebook at Dangerous Explosion Presents Head Cannon, on Instagram at Head Cannon Pod, on Twitter at Horror Movie Pod, or on the subreddit r slash Horror Movie Pod. Nice. All right. Well, Mookie, thank you again so much. Uh, it's been a pleasure. And uh, yep. we'll definitely have to have you back on. Give give Kelsey our love. I hope she's having a good time in Vegas. So, oh, yeah, yeah you know, we'll do. It. All the <laughs> love to you guys. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, yeah. Take take it easy. Up. And this this take has been Head Cannon. No!
1: Oh!